Welcome, live and direct, from Studio C with Christina Nicole and Georgie D, all the way from the big island of sunny California, IA. I'm George. And I'm Christina Nicole. And together, we are George Stina. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast, Right Beside You, as we do life right beside each other. While sometimes agreeing, sometimes disagreeing, but ultimately meeting meeting in in the the middle. middle. Because at the end of the day, I'm not above you. I'm not below you. I'm I'm right right beside beside you. Cheers. people to another episode of your favorite podcast right beside you where we do live right beside each other i'm christina nicole and i'm here with the amazing beautiful best boyfriend award goes to my best friend georgie d What's happening? How's it going, George? How you feeling today? I'm feeling good. It's a beautiful day. We got a beautiful studio. Yes, we do. Thankful for that. Ain't nothing I can complain about. How are you doing today? You know, if we're honest, I'm a little tired. My eyes are a little heavy. But nevertheless, I'm alive and I'm thankful. Amen. Amen. So will you say we hop right into today's message of the day? So our message of the day comes from the great, wise, sage of the Windy City, Lonnie Karant Jaman Shuka Rashid Lin, better known as the artist Common. And in his song, Come Close, he said, you help me to discover me. I just want you to put trust in me. I kind of laugh when you cuss at me. The aftermath is you touching me. It's destiny that we connected, girl. You and I, we can affect the world. I'm tired of the fast lane. I want you to have my last name. So I think that's such a... That one's just a deep one because... It hits on so many different levels of relationship. I mean, what what do you think? I think that this is beautifully presented because a relationship is multifaceted. Yeah, and I think that that really ties into our topic of the day, which is healthy relationships. Like, how do you define a healthy relationship? How do you look and see if you have a healthy relationship How can you improve your relationship? And before we start, just want to say that we are not experts. This is not legal advice. We're just two people with opinions. Yeah, we definitely understand that 
we are just using our experiences, past and present, and our passion for being committed to one another and loving on each other and growing together. And if this helps someone, great. If it helps no one, it helped us better understand each other. And I think at the end of the day, it's important to us to talk about these things and spread awareness because there is no perfect blueprint to a relationship. And there is no perfect relationship because that's not realistic to uphold. So we aren't perfect. Our relationship is by no means perfect. However, at the end of the day, the love that we have for each other is there. The commitment that we have for each other is there. And I think building our relationship from that and just friendship first has projected us into this advocacy that we have for healthy relationships in our own personal relationship and other relationships around us. We want to see all of y'all thrive. Yes, we do. So I think one of the things that we have to start off with is defining what is a healthy and what is an unhealthy relationship. I know for me that's not as easy because most girls I ain't really messed with for more than 90 days. You know, after about 90 days, I got tired of them. So you're the first girl that I've really rode with for more than 90 days. Mm. And... So I think that when you don't have that long-term perspective, it's a different, you have a different idea of what's healthy and what's not. Because a lot of times all you see as a healthy relationship is what you see in a Disney movie. So as I was doing the research for this episode, one of the things I kept coming across were what they call the three C's, communication, compromise, and commitment. Mm, the three C's. They, there's no C for Christina in there. Well, then it should be the four C's. Ooh, the four seasons. <laughs> communication, compromise, commitment, and Christina. All day. But for me... Not really having a long-term relationship by which to judge it. Like I said, I usually just got tired of somebody by 90 days. They got tired of me. And that was that. So that was your longest relationship, three months, prior to our three years? Yeah, three-ish months. But I think that all those things are very important especially in maintaining a relationship because like I said before now it was 90 day go away instead of 90 day fiance and in order to maintain the strength of your relationship beyond that honeymoon that just getting to know each other phase it does take commitment because there are going to be times where you want to quit. Like, screw it, it's not worth it. 
or there's going to be times where you're not going to get your way. You have to compromise. And there's going to be times where you have to talk it out, which I'm sure we'll get more into that later. But, you know, those are the three things that I would start off with trying to gauge how healthy a relationship is. Yeah, I think that's good. Definitely communication. We practice that every day in our relationship from the small things to the biggest of biggest things. And it can be a simple, hey, what's for dinner? What do you want to eat for dinner? What do I need to pick up? I'm at the grocery store. To, hey, where do we want to live in the future? Or communicating our feelings and... Even writing an episode. Writing an episode or communicating plans or canceled plans or... There's so many things where if you don't have that communication and even one little thing can slip through the cracks, it has a domino effect on your relationship. And when you lose that communication, then that leads into other issues in your relationship. And I think that you did a really good job on the commitment aspect and just compromising because you will not always get your way when you're doing life with someone it's not going to be the christina show or it's not always going to be about christina or it's not always going to be about george because the world doesn't revolve around us individually now if we choose to do life together the world is our world our world around us there's a lot of revolution yeah and i think that we can dive into what is a healthy relationship and what does it mean to have a healthy relationship some of the things that i found just in in my i guess research when we're talking about doing this episode is that both partners feel supported and connected and both partners maintain their own identities to a certain degree because that's what initially attracted you together. There's a solid foundation of friendship. And I think that those things are really crucial for us because, and not to say that we're perfect, but that's what we try to build our relationship on. I think that when you said... Hey, I want to do a podcast. I said, okay, what do you need me to do? And then next thing I know, I'm a video producer, building commercials and (laughs) and everything else. And it's about supporting your partner because you, you had a vision. And to a certain degree, it's my job to see how much can I make that vision come true? How, what can I do to, Bring that into fruition. Absolutely. And I think that just this project, although fairly new, it has connected us deeper and given given us an opportunity to work side by side, hand in hand in something that 
it's like a child, like a project. This project is like a child that we gave birth to an idea and then it's just expanded into all these other visions. And I think that was key when you said the support aspect of it, because from day one, you have supported me, supported us with this vision. And not only that, you've listened to me. And I think that's an important aspect of a relationship because when you feel heard, that validates your partner. Now, whether or not you agree or disagree, that at that point, it's not necessary. It's basically, I hear you, I'm validating you. What you're saying is what you're feeling or vice versa. I think that's very important like you said, to be, to feel heard and validated and because nobody wants to talk to a wall. No one wants to think, okay, well, I'm speaking to this person. They're just ignoring me. No one wants to feel ignored. Right. No one wants to feel rejected or unvalued. So I think that that is a very important aspect of of a relationship and I think that that leads into mutual respect because by having mutual respect we know that we're coming from two different places as far as life experience as far as even culturally as far as um I guess expectations there there's so many different aspects that we differ in I mean just just one way that I think is kind of funny is that people who I call cousins you call auntie and uncle I'm like no that's my cousin you know in the black family everybody your cousin I'm my cousin that's my cousin Junebug my cousin Jerry my cousin Matt yeah and if in my culture it's like if that's your elder, you show respect to your elder, and you kiss them, you serve them, you get up when they need something, and that's your auntie, and that's your uncle. So you hit a key point that we definitely have different experiences and different upbringings. We lived in separate households, so we saw you know, this is what my parents or my family did and this is what your parents and what your family did. And that, I think there's beauty in those differences because we bring... I think that there's beauty in it because when you come into something with an open mind, you have an opportunity to learn something that you didn't know before. So I think for us, we both have learned from each other because we have that mutual respect to have an open mind about how we do things and why we do the things we do. Like one thing for me, this is such a small thing, but I never put hot food in the refrigerator before I had a conversation with you about it. And 
we had a conversation about it. I said, why are you putting the hot food in the refrigerator? You're like, so it can cool down. I'm like, no, you have to cool it down on the counter and then put it in the refrigerator. And then because I was open to listen to um, what you had to say, what I ended up learning was that the reason people let food cool down on the stove was because old refrigerators weren't as efficient. So it's one of those things where it's almost like a tradition that's passed down and you lose the meaning for why you do it. And then when you stop and say, hey, why, why do we even do this? Oh, doesn't apply anymore. So I think that because of the mutual respect that we have for each other, it's a very good opportunity to learn something that will be outside of your normal scope of experience. Absolutely. I think that raises another question. It's like just having the, that open dialogue with one another and instead of it being in a confrontational way, more of a conversational way, like, hey, why, why do we do that? Or why do you do that? Because I have always done it this way. And that does give you an opportunity to learn something new. Or you can say, well, you know, we both did our research and we both came to the conclusion that, you know, this was right or this is wrong or you continue doing it your way and I'll do it my way. And that's that agree to disagree mentality where it's like, all right, there's no judgment. You do you, boo. I'm still do me. And it's okay. We can still coexist. We can still maintain a healthy relationship as long as we have a foundation on that respect for one another and our perspectives. Yeah, and I think that adding to that, that respect leads into trust. Mm. Because you have to have respect for somebody before you can trust them and vice versa. And I think that, like we were talking earlier, you have trust and honesty. And those are two things that go kind of hand in hand, but they're not mutually exclusive. So you can have somebody... Like, I could trust you, and you could be lying to me, and I could believe everything you say. Mm. And I think that goes back to respect. It's it's really interesting how all these things kind of mesh together. It's all interconnected. Yeah. But, so I think you need you need that respect, you need trust, and you need honesty. And the trust is something that takes time to build. Mm. Preach. Trust is a big one for me, especially because in my beginning or earlier stages in a relationship, I'm like, obviously I trust this person, but time and time again, there were instances in which it was like, wow, that trust has been broken so many times and maybe it was me just being somewhat naive at the time, but I didn't really understand like why would this happen or why is this continually happening to me? And over time, I had to reevaluate my outlook on trust. Should I just trust people right from the beginning or do they have to earn that trust like you said? And now 
not sure if this is the correct way to go about it, but because of my past experiences, I'm not just super quick to trusting everyone that I meet. It's like, okay, we're building every day. We're adding a brick here, a brick there to this home built on this foundation so that we can eventually, when we choose to, live in this sturdy home built with trust bricks, if that's... (laughs) No, I think that's a great... I think that's a great analogy because if you have if you have your home and it's only built with a couple of bricks, it's not a home yet and you can't live in it. it you can maybe hide some tools behind the bricks, but you can't you can't use it yet. It's not a it's not a structure, it's not a solid foundation. So then as you build more and more, that's how you get that solid foundation. That's how you get that solid house. So I think that's a great analogy. Awesome. What are your thoughts on trust? I think for me, I'm more trusting than you are off the bat. I generally give people a chance to betray me before I write them off. And that's not to say that I don't trust my intuition because there are times where you meet somebody and you just don't get a good vibe from them and it's like no I got my eye on you but I think that because my trust has not been betrayed in the same way that your trust has it's not as my bricks are cheaper so I can get I can buy my trust bricks a lot faster than you can and it's easier for me to build that trust with a person but I definitely noticed with you that there was a certain level of, there was a certain wall that you had up. And I slowly had to drag a brick off that wall and put it in the house. <laughs> Take a brick off the wall and put it in the house. Yeah, absolutely. I think that that wall was built as a defense mechanism to protect me and to protect my heart so I think that wall was necessary in that season as I was healing from my past and growing into the woman that I wanted to be the woman that I knew I could be and I am very thankful for that period of time And I am very thankful for you being so patient. It takes takes a very special person to break that wall down together. I didn't break the wall down. I just moved it into the house. Exactly. I built a house. (laughs) You repurposed it. And then I put a fence up. Yeah, you repurposed those bricks and now we're building a house or a home together in hopes to be fully functional one day. I'm building it on Minecraft first. (laughs) 
So, George, you helped me trust again, and you restored that faith in society, I guess, because there was a period of time in my life where it was very hard for me to trust just another person because of that betrayal and those broken promises or those lies or those secrets. Yeah, you don't want to open yourself up to that hurt again. Yeah, and those those were wounds that I had been healing from and I am thankful for you because you are such a great person, a great human being, and a great boyfriend. You were sent to me specifically, I believe, to help me through that process. And I appreciate you. And I love you. Are those flowers? Those are flowers. Oh, well, thank you for the flowers. Of course. So, yeah, I think... If anyone is struggling with trust issues or they have been cheated on in the past and it's hard for them to move forward into another relationship, I would just suggest being very transparent with your partner because once we had those conversations, I felt that we were able to connect in that way and we were on the same page and you kind of helped facilitate the remainder of that healing process in just okay I am able to trust someone else again and that was amazing well I think that it is important because For me, it lets me know what I'm dealing with as far as things that I think are innocent or things that are not a big deal to me. It helps me understand why it might be a bigger deal to you because there's a lot of, and and vice versa. I mean, we've had conversations both ways about things that, you say, how's that even an issue? But for me, it's an issue. Or for you, it's an issue. Like the one I can think of specifically off the top of my head is when people say to me, you ain't black. And it's like, I mean, that, that's going down a whole different line of conversation. But it's being able to have those conversations about I guess what what opens up old wounds and what is hurtful, what isn't hurtful, why these things affect you the way they do. And, you know, it's just important to be able to have those conversations because if you can't, then you might offend somebody or hurt somebody and never know why. Exactly. So would you say after we had that conversation, you gained a little more understanding or... You were able to empathize, empathize a little more. Yeah, absolutely. 
So, yeah, it was helpful. So, talk to your partners. Have those discussions. Even if they're difficult or they're emotional, work through that together. And I promise you that when you are being vulnerable and you are transparent, that's where the most growth happens in a relationship. No, I think you're absolutely right. I think that's how, that's where you get to know somebody. It's not just through the, as I call it, lollipops and gumdrops. Yeah, there's, there's definitely... Hot sauce and... (laughs) Spice. Salt and wounds and there's a lot more to a relationship than just, oh, we're happy, hey... Yeah, Instagram versus reality. Cash me outside, how about that? Oh, wait, no, that that didn't apply at all, (laughs) did it? But yeah, I think it's definitely interesting because when you start off in a relationship, whether it's just a friendship, you're never like, dang. There's going to be obviously good There's going to be bad, but are you really down to ride out this wave with me through the ugly? Like, are you really, do you really love this person that much? Or are you really in love with this person to the point where you have seen them at their worst, literally at their worst, but yet still continue to show up you continue to show up and still you choose them every single day and when you have that when you have a person or a partner who sees you or experiences you at your lowest point and still loves you then that's something really special Amen. Amen. All right. So let us know what your guys' thoughts are. If you struggle with similar issues or similar struggles. (laughs) So I think in building that, building that trust, it took a lot of support Mm -hmm. because I know that there were times where I might say or do something that doesn't seem like a big deal to me, but was kind of a triggering mechanism for you, for lack of a better, um, for lack of a better term. And we would have to sit down and, and converse about why this bothered you. And I think a good example of that is. I was I was trying to respond to a text message or doing something. You had my phone, and I, like, grabbed my phone. And you were like, why would you grab your phone from me? What are you trying to hide? And I'm like, I'm not trying to hide anything. I'm just trying to do something with my phone. And 
That was very early on, too. Yeah, and I think that it would have been very easy for me to just be defensive and say, why are you acting crazy? Why are you doing this? Ooh, that's and, the worst. And kind of blame you as opposed to listening to you and trying to understand why this was an issue for you. And learning how to be supportive in the fact that, okay, this is this is something I have to go about differently. Knowing what I know now, if we're in that same situation, it, do, it does go differently. Because I learned from you that why it seems like something like that would make make you feel like I'm trying to hide something from you. I think going back to that moment and being back in that moment and I don't I still don't think that I did anything wrong, but I do understand why it affected you the way that it did because you explained to me the kind of the backstory and the underlying issue that and how that affected you. And I think that there's so many times where there's underlying issues because I believe you even said to me that that day, I didn't think I would react like that. Mm-hmm. And, but it brought up all these old feelings. So I think that's where it's important to communicate. And, and because you have that trust and you have that respect you were able to tell me what about it bothered you, why it bothered you, without fear of me being, well, you're this or you're that, because that's not coming from a place of love. Right, and it's not really solution-oriented. It's not constructive to start calling the other person a particular name and I think that yeah you're right that was a situation very very early on in our relationship that could have turned out very differently and it's really no secret that there are a lot of people who are in relationship with others who don't fully trust the other person and who aren't really 100% honest all the time like let's be real there are issues with people hiding stuff on their phones and I've definitely experienced that and it's so easy for the person who is sneaking around to flip the script and say so you don't trust me or you know, try to pinpoint or paint this narrative that they're the one who has the trust issue when it's like, these are the reasons why I feel this way because in the past you did this and that's why this is a trigger. But I think when it came to you, I think I did apologize because I was like, yeah, you know what? 
I'm sorry, I didn't know I was going to react in that way. And we both grew from that situation. And I think it's safe to say now that I don't have anything to hide. You know what I mean? And that's why my expectation of my partner is of that. Like, if you don't have anything to hide, then why are we hiding our phones? You know what I mean? Or if you don't have anything to hide, then why not just leave your phone and walk away instead of trying to be so secretive about it? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Are you... Maybe I'm planning you a birthday surprise. It wasn't my birthday anytime soon. Well, maybe it's a half birthday surprise. Okay. Did you plan me a birthday? Yes, I did. <laughs> it just wasn't that year. No. <laughs> you were like three years too early. <laughs> I think that's a good place to, to leave it for today. You know, we touched on mutual respect. We touched on trust, honesty, and support in the relationship. And granted, there's more characteristics of a, of a healthy relationship that we do want to discuss, such as uh, fairness and equality and compromise, maintaining your separate identities, having good communication, and keeping the relationship fun uh, with some playfulness and, and fondness of each other and keeping the mystery to a certain degree, which... We can cover that next week. But, uh... Yes, I think that we touched some really important points today on just having respect for one another, building that solid foundation on trust and honesty, and supporting one another in whatever they want to do in their life, and growing with each other, not growing apart. And with that being said... We want to hear from the people. We want to know how you maintain a healthy relationship and what works for your relationship because what works for ours may be very different from what works for you. And I think just spreading that awareness and just having conversation about it is very important. And that's what this really is about at the end of the day, just having a conversation about it. You know what? Hey, the other day I heard this podcast right beside you with Christina, Nicole, and George, and they were talking about support. And I really want to support you in that project that you want to start. And that's it. And that's really cool. So with that being said, once again, thank you for listening to the Right Beside You podcast where we do life right beside each other. Because at the end of the day, I'm not above you. I'm not below you. I'm, I'm right, right beside, beside you. you. Cheers. Congratulations. If you're still listening, that means you made it to the end of this episode. If you want to claim your special prize, hit that subscribe button and you'll never miss out. Also, follow us on Instagram at right beside you. That's R-I-G 
H-T-B-S-I-D-E-Y-O-U for exclusive content, daily stories, and some good laughs. Don't forget to review our podcast if you like what you hear. Even if you hate us, whatever. Let us know.